0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. You, you. Easy, jumped the gun there on that you. You were over overexcited. Oh, oh, that was it. You just. You. Oh, okay. Yeah, by you.
1: You. Uh,
0: by going to patreon.com slash says who. <laughs> no, God. Slash says who. You too can become a sponsor of Says Who for a buck, for five bucks, for two bucks, for however many bucks you want to give us. We will give you a Says Who podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. Go to patreoncom says who. Thank you. 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 Ma- Maureen, are you there?
1: What's up, Scroots?
0: Oh, boy. It's Amy Carter's shoe.
1: It's me, you scroats! She's gone, <laughs> And I'm here. Hey, Dan. Uh huh. Why did Trump stop playing golf? Why? Cause his balls are on the ground. <laughs> People keep walking with a golf club. He has to carry him around in a bucket. It's called a screw bucket. I saw him. <laughs> wwwwpocket.com <laughs> Backslash screw But listen yeah, I'm here to tell you to buy stuff
0: Oh, you're doing you're doing an ad right now, yeah, Amy Carter I'm doing an oh ad. okay
1: yeah I'm getting paid motherfuckers Look, reading's stupid and you shouldn't do it. Everyone knows reading's for losers. <laughs> But listen, what? Dan, come back. I'm here. But listen, since you're all a bunch of scrouts, you probably read. (laughs) So you probably want a book. So I got the book for you, and if you don't buy it, I'm going to find my other shoe. And my other shoe's going to crawl all the way up your ass. (laughs) The book you want is called The Varnishing Stairs. And it's by Maureen Johnson or some shit. It's the sequel to a book called Truly Deviant, I think. Is that what it's called? Yeah, let's just
0: go with that.
1: I can't read, Dan, because it's not cool. <laughs> hey, Dan.
0: Yeah, Amy Carter's shoe?
1: You need a bookmark?
0: Yeah, I do. You need a
1: bookmark for your book?
0: Yeah, I just keep folding over the pages.
1: Yeah, to hold your page when you're reading, you need a bookmark? Yeah. why don't you use your big stretchy balsa? <laughs> anyway, if you buy these books, I won't kick your ass. This time, <laughs> carnish you out. You'll see you scrotes. You suck. Uh, well, welcome. welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Yeah, um, do you do all-day breakfast? Yeah, we surely do, sir. It's It doesn't matter. Um, so I'm gonna need, uh... Do you have omelets? Freshly-made omelets? Um, we have egg McMuffins, sir. We have a McGriddle. We have a bacon and egg biscuit. Yeah, it's... it's whatever. It's... I'm gonna need a uh, freshly... Made omelets like an omelet bar style. Well, you can custom order them. That's not that's not a thing that we sell here, sir. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to need those also. Do you sell hamburgers? We do sell hamburgers, sir. Hamburgers, hamburgers. hamburgers. Um, that's not a word, sir. We're going to need a lot of hamburgers. Kay. Okay, fresh omelets. Mm-hmm. Hamburgers. We don't. Do you have staff? Do you have staff with executive level experience that could handle things like national security, um, healthcare, uh, the, the treasury? You're making because, me very nervous, sir. Because if you if you don't, Because if you don't, um, the country itself will fail, and it will be your fault. So I'm going to I'm going to drive around now. Um, gonna need those omelets. I don't. Um, do you have porcini mushrooms? That's is that a food? Okay, and a probably someone who knows how to run, uh, the military. Also, some lawyers. I'll just I'll pull around. Um, do you take uh, credit cards? Um, yes, sir. We do. Do you take a? I don't have one. Oh. Will you take a treasury? Will you take a gold bars? My trunk is full of gold bars, and there's a there's a guy in there. Oh. So he will he won't talk to you. He's tied up. Um, so just reach in, ignore the guy, take the gold bars, and I'll take the omelets. I'll take the hamburgers, and uh, any legal staff you have, and someone who uh, for the treasury. What's my total? What's your name, kid? Uh, my name's Steven, sir. Oh, it's, it's fine. Well, guess what? It's your lucky day, Steven. Uh, You're in charge of Homeland Security. I don't feel that lucky, sir. who the podcast that isn't a podcast
0: it's a coping strategy i am dan sinker i'm maureen johnson well maureen johnson indeed it's you
1: dan i'm just gonna say this i had a terrible week and that's all i'm saying about it but i'm here and i i haven't seen any news i don't i really have no idea what's been going on
0: i have no so, i have a journey to take you on maureen I have a journey. I a fun I did journey? A, uh, a fun fun journey, but before we go on that journey, I just mm-hmm. want to catch you up on on what happened this week. The f- most right. exciting thing being that we averted a government shutdown.
1: Oh, that's something?
0: Yeah. It was sort of touch and go for a little bit, but eventually uh, Congress passed a bill that involved very little wall funding. Ah, uh, and Trump signed it after grumbling a bit, and then so it's he all,
1: everything's fixed, everything's good, uh, yeah. everything's
0: yeah, the system works, Maureen. All right, except hmm? then he went out into the rose garden, even though apparently it was quite cold. But he went out into the rose garden and gave a very rambly press conference. This was this was a good one from him, where he declared. The national emergency of the southern border being emergencied. Okay. So we've gotten him. Did you realize?
1: No, I didn't get a phone alert or anything.
0: The last two years of him rambling on about walls and borders and all of that, it turned out it was an emergency all this time. Who knew? Oh, Yeah.
1: So should we, can we leave the house or are we, you
0: know, touch and go, but no, he, uh, he was asked at one point, like basically, Hey, you know what you, the timing seems funny. And he, he says, so this is after declaring a national emergency. He says, this is a quote, I could do the wall over a longer period of time. I didn't need to do this, but I'd rather do it much faster.
1: Seems airtight.
0: Yeah, seems helpful to, while declaring an emergency, immediately say it really doesn't have to be an emergency.
1: Well, I'm sure that if there's any legal challenge, that probably won't come up.
0: Nope, nope, not at all. I'm sure it was easily, easily ignored. Everyone just said, it's fine. But uh, Maureen, it was a... It was a bananas press conference. And then he pretty much immediately was like, cool, this press conference is over. I'm jumping on a helicopter and going to Florida, which is also what you do when things are heavily emergencied. And uh, once he was in Florida, he ate an omelet. And we will get to that in a minute, Maureen. Oh, okay. But before we get to the omelet, uh, things got nuttier elsewhere. Uh, Former FBI head Andrew McCabe has a book coming out, and so he is doing uh, a book tour, and he is dropping all sorts of shit, Maureen. Oh. Yeah. Like, um... well, like, he and other uh, officials actually discussed the 25th Amendment and whether or not they could remove Trump from office. Uh, He also says that Rod Rodenstein uh, offered to wear a wire, which I think we knew before. That was like a rumor at one point, but it was kind of he wrote it off as being a joke. But he's like, no, it definitely was not a joke. In fact, it was, quote, so serious that I took it to the lawyers at the FBI to discuss it.
1: Well, that seems like a thing, Dan. It
0: seems like a thing. He also, in his 60 Minutes interview, he mentions a July 2017 intelligence briefing about North Korea's nuclear capabilities that Trump writes off as a hoax because Putin told him that North Korea lacked that capacity.
1: Um, Dan, you know... it does seem like there is more than one thing happening this week. It seems like it seems like stuff has been happening
0: a little bit. I mean, nothing. you didn't miss anything. Oh, all right. Uh, also, Roger Thank Stone you. threatened his judge, <laughs> so that seems smart.
1: You posts- may need to
0: explain this one to me. Yeah. So uh, Roger Stone went on Instagram yesterday and posted a photo of the judge that's overseeing his case. And it is her face. And next to her face is a crosshairs, which seems Great. And the text says, through legal trickery, deep state hitman Robert Mueller has guaranteed that my upcoming show trial is before Judge Amy Berman Jackson, an Obama appointed judge who dismissed the Benghazi charges against Hillary Clinton and incarcerated Paul Manafort prior to his conviction for any crime. Hashtag fixes in. And then it's, of course, a uh, call for fundraising for him.
1: Now I'm not a lawyer, Dan nope, but are you supposed to post pictures of your judge with us with a with a crosshairs over it?
0: It's not advisable, and in fact, later in the day, his lawyers issued an apology uh, he filed it with the court Roger J Stone's notice of apology undersigned counsel. With the attached authority of Roger J. Stone hereby apologize to the court for the improper photograph and comment posted on Instagram today? Mr. Mr. Stone recognizes the impropriety and had it removed.
1: Now, Dan.
0: Yes, Maureen.
1: You know, these... These aren't smart guys and... Things just got out of hand. Yeah. I can't. I the week I've had, Dan. I cannot comprehend these things. Like they are sentences that you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the brain I've currently got, they don't. They're not. They're not penetrating, Dan. And I.
0: I guarantee you that that is not reflective of the week that you've had. None of it makes any sense. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it, you might be surprised to learn that the judge did not accept the apology, and Roger Stone has to go back to court on Thursday.
1: Oh, so she's kind of being a bitch about it.
0: She's being a total bitch. I mean, come oh on, can a guy just post of you know some lols on Insta
1: where you know it's just Dan? Mm-hmm. These are actual times we live in. They are. So They're real times like-
0: with real people.
1: But these so these are all the big stories of the week that we've got to talk about this is our d- big discussion this is what we got to drill down into so let's do it all right so
0: Th- this is not our drill down Maureen
1: what
0: oh just wait uh one last little update our friend Paul Manafort mm-hmm. uh Robert Mueller, issued his sentencing recommendations to the court after uh after You know, pulling Manafort and saying that he lied and and all of that stuff. Uh, He is recommending 20 to 25 years in jail. And uh, wrote, quote, Manafort acted for more than a decade as if he were above the law and deprived the federal government and various financial institutions of millions of dollars the sentence here should reflect the seriousness of these crimes and serve to both deter Manafort and others from engaging in such conduct.
1: These weren't bright guys, Dan, and things just got out of hand. I'm going to have that tattooed on my ass.
0: Hmm. Seems open for misinterpretation, maybe.
1: Well, look, I do what I like. i am got to live my dream, Dan.
0: Do it. Just grab those dreams with both hands.
1: So Manafort's our main discussion. So all right, let's drill down into this. So Paul Manafort is going to be sentenced for boy, so much talk about.
0: Also not our main discussion, Maureen.
1: Well then because what is I it?
0: I wanna I wanna talk about omelets.
1: Well, I'm not a big fan, Dan. I don't I don't eat eggs. Anyway. You're
0: not an egg fan. I know. No. I know, I know. But we're going to talk about them anyway. So flashback to 10 minutes ago when we were talking about Trump declaring his national emergency. Right. The very first thing he did in a time of national emergency was fly down to South Florida to go to Mar-a-Lago. Okay. The next thing he did was in the next morning... Because they got there pretty late. He went to Trump International Golf Course. So not Mar-a-Lago, but one of the two golf courses that he owns. And Trump International is, is very close by to Mar-a-Lago.
1: Oh, that's a di- I didn't know that was a different place.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there are three golf courses. Oh, man, this is a whole nother deep dive. There are three places. Mar a Lago does not have a golf course. Mar a Lago is a fancy house with a beach and a pool and that sort of thing. Then and there's I assume
1: a bunch of talking skeletons yes. and uh, a, 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 like a hedge maze that you can yeah. go into. And, and, and Mar a
0: Lago is in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, then there's Trump International Golf Club, which is. A uh, club quite close by, and it is in West Palm Beach, but it is a, it is a standalone club. You can pay $250,000 initiation fee to be a member of Trump International Golf Club. There is also Trump National Golf Club, uh, which is in Jupiter, Florida, which is a slightly further drive. And for reasons that literally keep me up some nights, he almost never visits.
1: Dan, I'm worried that you have some serious yarn wall going on. Um, You have not even begun to see
0: the yarn yet, Maureen.
1: All right. So
0: Trump gets up in the morning, Saturday morning, the day after he declares a national emergency, and he goes to Trump International Golf Club where he gets breakfast. And Maureen, are, I'm assuming you are looking at the show notes with me.
1: Uh, yep.
0: I would direct your attention to page four of the notes.
1: All right. I just have to scroll down. Yes. See here. Cause it's just now. What am I looking at? Yes. All right. I'm going to expand this further. I'm going to zoom in because I
0: enhance,
1: enhance, computer, enhance, computer. enhance. Okay. Huh? All right. Um, is this like a is this like a picture puzzle? Do you want me to talk through?
0: I would like. So, is this the first time you have seen this image? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is an image that um, probably most of our listeners at this point have seen. Uh, it dropped Saturday morning. Uh, it is Trump at Trump International Golf Course at the omelet bar mm. of the golf course's restaurant. I would assume he is dressed in
1: that's beige on beige.
0: Yeah. He is dressed in sort of a flesh colored suit, like a (laughs) flesh colored baggy sweater and pants with a red USA hat.
1: He's like a Teletubby, but just, but, but just flesh.
0: Okay. So first impressions, Maureen, just give me your, like your read on this photo.
1: I need to, I need, I genuinely need to zoom in a little bit more. All right. So there is a, okay, what I'm seeing is a kind of piece of, the main thing in the photo is like a piece of cabinetry that looks an awful lot like a kind of credenza that my Aunt Jerry had in her living room in the 1970s. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like a, it just looks like a, like the back of a piano or something. It's just a thing. Yeah. Um, it it's is, not very big
0: if you zoom all the way into the like to the woodwork on it it is dinged and nicked all over the
1: place like this Dan, is Dan how closely have you studied this <sighs> just Are we wait I... Maureen alright
0: strap in motherfucker
1: there is a man behind the counter and he's got a baseball cap plastic serving gloves and um he kind of looks like uh, Lev Shriver. Um, <laughs> he does, like like captive Lev Shriver, and he's he's attending to a pan. Uh, also, what, there's an awful lot of ketchup on the counter. Yes,
0: this is a this is a ketchup-heavy omelet bar for sure.
1: Well, okay. First of all, as we have noted, there's always it's always there's always ketchup. Yes. Ketchup is always part of the equation.
0: Ketchup is four of his five food groups.
1: Um, so behind them is a kind of wanted poster or something.
0: Put a pin in the poster. We okay. will get to the poster in a moment.
1: I honestly feel like I'm doing one of those mystery things where you like the crime is in the is in the photo. And you have to figure out where the clue, uh, where the clue is um, behind Trump. Who who's looking? He's wearing a USA cap and he's kind of just gorping into the distance a little bit. Yeah. There's like a bin. There's just like some yeah. sort of open bin.
0: <laughs> the bin is a is still remains a mystery to me. Mm. It's on wheels. Yep. Like it almost looks like some sort of mop cart, but this the, the whole thing is carpeted, which is also gross to me. Can you imagine the carpet behind the the omelet bar? So, it's not a mop cart. It's not, it doesn't look anything like a trash can.
1: No, it's it's a... It's like a... It's sort of like the storage bin I sit on now, um, except on wheels. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, for linens? Like, it looks like something you'd throw towels into next yeah. to a pool.
0: Yeah, it does. It looks like a towel return at a pool, but that isn't... There isn't... Towel service here, in, in the, the middle f- of the restaurant. Oh,
1: that is quite a carpet. Um, in the foreground, there's a chair, and sitting on the chair is what looks like some sort of um, like a doll, or a, a like a like an ominous message that's been twisted out ah, of Ah, the- See that that, that means- is a
0: the the big the big red chair with the with the flesh colored lump in the front. That is a MacGuffin. That is, oh. if you zoom in far enough, that is simply a golf club and a hat.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Um, there are more things to see in this photo? There's more to know?
0: There's a lot more. Maureen, oh let me direct your attention to the two pieces on the wall that I okay. want to talk at length about today. So first, you mentioned the the photo behind the guy making omelets, which mm-hmm. Is a photo of Donald Trump kind of finger gunsing his way out, and uh, the text that is readable from a distance on it says, "Can you walk the walk?" Right. If if you zoom in enough, it gets quite blurry, but you can make out the word Walgreens on it.
1: What? Yes.
0: So, I did some searching. This Dan. is an
1: Dan. How long have you been doing this?
0: I spent four hours yesterday, Maureen. <laughs> let me let me tell you some tales, Maureen, because this photograph, which is a candid photo of Donald Trump getting an omelet at his place, nothing in this photo was placed there for meaning, right? And yet all you need to know, everything about Trump and the people that he associates with is hidden in this photo. Oh and specifically, God. in the two things on the walls, oh my, Maureen.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So, well, we, will, we will address first the, one, the, the wanted-ish photo. Mm-hmm. So, it is a photo of Donald Trump pointing, and he's saying, uh, can you walk the walk on it? Uh, this is an advertisement for a a, a uh, promotion that Walgreens held in 2012, where they gave away free pedometers at at Walgreens, right
1: I, I just I took a sip of water just then and it almost just what went... I just swallow. <laughs> are you okay? I'm all right. That was. I think the very last thing I was expecting you to say ever.
0: Ah, uh, just wait. There's there. Oh. When we get to the other picture, I guarantee you there will be more than a few moments like that. So this was a uh, this was a a promotion that Walgreens ran in uh, 2012. Um, they partnered with The Celebrity Apprentice to. To help promote their, uh, you know, their healthy lifestyle thing. Now, irony number one, as we have discussed at length, Donald Trump does not believe in exercise.
1: No, he thinks it depletes your life batteries.
0: Exactly. So he is literally promoting something that he thinks will lead people to early death. Oh, my Yeah. So there is a uh, article from Drugstore News in April 2012. It's basically just a a, a PR uh, shot for the Celebrity Apprentice Walgreens thing. It quote, with more than four billion steps logged by Walk With Walgreens participants in the program's first year. So that would have been 2011. Walgreens on Sunday night teamed with Donald Trump and the Celebrity Apprentice to promote more healthy steps in 2012. Do you wanna know what they did? Do you want to know what they did? Do you want to know what they did?
1: I, I I I do. I do. I do. I do. I couldn't
0: I couldn't find the actual episode, but I was able to find the A V Club's full write-up of the episode.
1: Dan, you have done a lot of work here.
0: Oh, just you wait. So uh this is the Celebrity Apprentice. So the Celebrity Apprentice is like a series of B and C and D level celebrities competing for charity. Um in, and they are given business-like tasks to do. In this case, the celebrity teams were tasked with designing the packaging for the next year's, so 2013's Walk with Walgreens starter kit, uh, which included getting a pedometer and a drawstring athletic bag. Um, the winning team, Maureen, was led by Arsenio Hall. <laughs> the losing team was led by Lou Ferrigno.
1: What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> it's just, just
0: bear with me. Former Incredible Hulk star of the TV show The Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno, led the losing team, which led to the ouster of Twisted Sisters D. Snyder, who received Trump's patented "You're fired" for losing in this. The rest of the winning team, uh, Arsenio Hall, team captain, uh, was Clay Aiken, one-time American Idol winner. Second place, I can't remember. Uh, Paul Tuttle Senior, who is the elderly father of the American Choppers reality show singer, uh, also also reality show star, but singer Aubrey O'Day, and a woman named Teresa Guidisi, I think, uh, who was a star on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. They won. The judges were Donald Trump, Eric and Dojo. Uh,
1: this was a contest to design a, a pedometer and a, like and a bag to and a bag. Right. All right.
0: And Walgreens was ostensibly going to uh going to package this, use this packaging in 2013's walk with uh, walk with Walgreens. I actually don't know if they did. I would guess that maybe they didn't because the winning bag, which Aubrey O'Day designed, uh, included all of the contestants' faces. Like, I'm not entirely sure if you are a Walgreens consumer that you're like, oh, sweet, I need to get that bag with Teresa Guidisi from The Real Housewives of New Jersey.
1: And Arsenio Holland. Yeah.
0: seems right. Seems dubious.
1: So... No, just continue. I was going to ask questions. I'm not. I'm not going to ask questions.
0: So this is where we go through the looking glass, Maureen. Because what happened to Dojo last year?
1: A lot of things happened to Dojo. Um, What happened in his personal life? He got divorced.
0: He got divorced, Maureen. Do you know one of the reasons why he got divorced? No. Because he had an affair with Aubrey O'Day during the filming of this very season of The Celebrity Apprentice.
1: Dan, what's happening?
0: Yes, exactly. He had three kids at the time. Vanessa was pregnant with their fourth child. According to various tabloids, Vanessa called Aubrey O'Day up on the phone and put their five-year-old on the phone to yell at them.
1: (laughs) Damn, what's happening?
0: It gets better. No, it doesn't. Aubrey Aubrey O'Day released an album in 2013 that has a song called DJT on it. And it is a, a lost love, why did you do me wrong, I wish you'd come around type song. Uh, one of the lines is, quote, I thought it was forever at the time, but maybe I was lying to myself.
1: That's a good line.
0: Isn't it? This all comes from that fucking poster, Maureen. So even more so, we read Omarosa's book. We did. Yes, so Omarosa actually talks about this affair in the book, which had no bearing, and I actively wiped from my memory due to this line in her book. She, quote, Aubrey O'Day showed her, quote, very personal photos that Donald Jr. had sent to her. Mm. So Dojo's sending dick pics to Aubrey O'Day.
1: While who he designing bags that are going to for pedometers that have her face on it,
0: that Walgreens will produce and that eventually will end up as an ad on the wall of Woof. Trump international golf club.
1: Now, I can I ask a question? Yes. And there's more to this. There's more to know about this photo.
0: Just just a little bit left on this one
1: of I mean the whole photo in general, yeah, all right. Say that you were a person so inclined to 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 slap down a quarter of a million dollars a year for the privilege of just belonging to a place to play golf that has Donald Trump's name on it, and you could go in yeah. and you can you can eat and presumably you will pay food. I mean, pay money for the food. Um, so you're just paying a lot of money just for the just for the just privilege of being in the building. Yeah. I assume wrongly, I guess, that I would want it to be, you know, like swanky. You know, like you go yes. in and everything, it looks like it looks like Hogwarts, but like on meth. Like it looks super cool and everything's made <laughs> of gold and there's like there's a merry-go-round and a slide and yeah uh my 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 definition of classy is different from other people's but um I would expect art on like art on the walls like art with like things with like tigers in them you know like cool tigers mm-hmm. and uh ladies with fans and things and flowers and what I probably wouldn't expect is a 2012 11 2012. 2012 Walgreens ad no. for yeah. a promotion for pedometers that ultimately didn't happen. Yeah, that also appears to be kind of cheaply framed.
0: Yeah, cheaply framed. It, it seems like the dimensions of it sort of look like maybe it was a full page ad in a newspaper. So it's, you know, that, that, that size, definitely cheaply framed. So it
1: looks, it looks like one of those snap on poster frames that you can get that mm-hmm, that I definitely. thought were very classy to have in my dorm room. I'm like, I yeah. bought the $20 frame for my poster. It looks the like whole, that.
0: The whole place is this is, aesthetic is sort of a college dining hall. Like a nice college dining hall, maybe.
1: No, like a weird college dining hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 rough. It looks
0: rough. The whole place looks rough, it looks but it's
1: real carpety.
0: Someone disagrees with you, Maureen. Oh. And I'd like to direct your attention to the other thing hung on the wall.
1: All right.
0: Which you don't have to scroll back up. If you just scroll down to page six in our notes. Oh,
1: Jesus. All right. I've
0: reproduced it. Okay, let's
1: see. Oh, look at that.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at the a little hard to make out. I had to do some image matching here on this. (laughs)
1: one. Dan, Dan, Dan.
0: Yeah. So talk us through what we're looking at, and then I will go into detail.
1: All right. It's a like a yellow certificate, like an eight by 11 certificate. I can see the word. There's like something, something, something where it's 2010 and kind of a gold disc that looks like. Golden diamond award.
0: Yes. Is that what it says? Almost
1: green diamond. Close. Oregon diamond.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So boring. This is the 2010, which was nine years ago. Uh huh. But 2010, six-star diamond award from an organization called the American Academy of Hospitality Sciences. Right. So they received this award, six-star uh-huh. diamond, uh-huh. which is, that's a weird thing.
1: I mean, sure. Uh, uh, six stars is the best
0: Yeah, six stars is the best, and six diamonds is the best. So what's better, six-star diamonds? Uh Oh? Yeah. Uh, The American Academy of Hospitality Sciences describes the six-star diamond award, Maureen, as, quote, the most prestigious emblem of achievement and true quality, an award many strive for but few obtain.
1: Ah, uh, I was sort of so speechless.
0: you're in a classy environment.
1: I guess so.
0: You think it looks ratty, but you're wrong because clearly they are the winner of the most prestigious emblem of achievement and true quality.
1: It's sort of like when you're checking into a Hampton Inn and then there's like a, like a giant thing on the wall that says, we are best. Hotel.
0: They are. But in this case, they truly are. Here's an interesting thing. You might think, boy, Trump International Golf Club is really ahead of the curve. But it turns out, Maureen, that Trump properties have received at least 19 Star Diamond Awards over the years.
1: It's quite a record.
0: It is a record. And here's a funny coincidence. Okay. This is from a book called The Making of Donald Trump. Quote, A majority of the trustees bestowing these awards on Trump and his properties were Trump's employees, friends, or retainers. Uh, Okay. On the board of trustees of the American Academy of Hospitality Sciences includes Trump's butler of 17 years.
1: Dan, is this your senior thesis project?
0: along with Eric and Dojo, have both been on the board uh, as well. Trump has received the Ambassador Extraordinaire to the American Academy of Hospitality Sciences. He got that award in 2015. Okay. So there is a 1995 New York Magazine article.
1: Dan, how long did you spend on this?
0: Four hours. (laughs) Okay. We're getting we're getting into it now, Maureen.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: So this article talks about. Uh, I will I will give you the name of this article in a minute. But for now, let's just discuss the article in its relation to the American Academy of Hospitality Sciences. Of course. Uh, in the article, they say. Uh, Quote, its guidebook lists award winners like Le Cirque and Le Bernadine, which I'm assuming are both fancy New York restaurants. Uh, Yeah, they are. They're very famous. Quote, but none of those winners had even heard of the Academy when asked by a reporter. Right. One restaurateur who had heard of it said, quote, the Raiders come in with fancy plaques and big smiles. Now... You and I both know some food writers. We do. That's not how you rate restaurants. I don't think it is. You don't walk in with a plaque.
1: No, no, I don't think you do. Like a, like a big check.
0: Yeah. So uh, one way to get an award is actually to join the Academy for $1,000 and then to pay $500 a year in dues.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. So that's all kind of weird, right?
1: That is, that is weird.
0: So let me tell you about the guy that runs the American Academy of Hospitality Sciences.
1: Dan, should I take a sip of water now? Yes. I'm just take a quick one.
0: So his name is Joe Sink. Sure. He also goes by the Preppy Don and Joey No Socks.
1: I got to go, Dan. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to go now. Um. I'll be back someday. Um... So
0: Joe Sink, he, so the New York Magazine article from 1995 is about Joe Sink. It is titled The Preppy Don. Sure. And this is the opening sentence. Quote, if you believe the New York District Attorney and other law enforcement sources, an ex-girlfriend, and several of his former friends, Joe Sink is a small-time mobster, a scam artist, and an art fence.
1: So, uh, I'm going to let, you know what, I'm going to let you continue.
0: So, let's, uh, so, this is from 1995. Let's flash back to 1980 in Joe Sink's life. He is uh, admittedly hanging out with, quote, wise guys, Mm -hmm. and he is shot three times and left for dead.
1: Who among us? Yeah.
0: He claims it was a robbery, but this New York mag cites officials who say that this was a contract killing on Joe Sink. Right. As happens, that made him rethink his life. Quote, I gave up the wholesale used car business and, you know, the wise guys, you know, street guys. Muffy, Buffy, and Biff became my life. These trust fund preppies need someone like me to keep them out of trouble.
1: Is this a sitcom? It there, is not a
0: sitcom, there was, the,
1: there, there was a mob guy, but he got shot. Then he was sad and decided to change his lot. And he met Muffy and Buffy and Biff and said, I need you guys. I need you to protect you guys to help you keep your head. He became the Preppy Don. He helps you out. I popped my collar. He'll help you out. Preppy Don. <laughs> I'm Joey Singh. Joey No Socks. I'll help these mooks out. They love IZOD. It's not a good song, Dan. It's just all I can do. It's
0: It's, it's well appreciated.
1: So he gave so... up his life of crime to help people... That are named who gives up a life of crime? No, you give up a life of crime to help people who are poor, or sure. just you. You're like I'm gonna give up my life of crime to help the rich because they are dumb. Yes, is that what's happening here? Essentially, who took his socks?
0: That is unclear. Where he got the name Joey No Socks is not covered in my research, Maureen. Anyway, he is scared straight, and he starts working in the restaurant industry. Now, you might say, oh, did he like open restaurants or whatever? Because he's clearly steering clear of the wise guys. No, Maureen, he was, quote, an insurance policy against trouble with the mob for mid-80s New York nightclubs.
1: Dan. yes, I have a feeling like Joey No Socks may not know quite what to do with himself.
0: Well, let me tell you, he might have he might have had insurance policies against the mob for nightclubs, but he did not have an insurance policy against getting himself arrested. Here is a May 1989 article written by United Press International, UPI. It opens, quote, A man with a passion for works by Joan Miro and Mark Chagall was arrested for possessing stolen fine art paintings, sculptures, and prints at his posh apartment overlooking Central Park, authorities said Wednesday. Surrounded by some 40 pieces of art seized Monday, Manhattan District Attorney Robert Morthigau said each was believed to have been stolen in burglaries committed in April. Okay. Guess whose house, Maureen.
1: I'm afraid to guess.
0: Our good friend Joey No Socks. Quote, he wouldn't let us in, Sergeant Raymond Gallagher said at the news conference. Gallagher said Sinks shouted, you're not coming in here. We had to take the door down with a battering ram.
1: You can't just say you can't come in and that they just yeah. don't, they don't just go away.
0: Yeah. So he, uh, he copped a plea. Uh, as being a fence for stolen artwork, right? He went to the courthouse uh, for, you know, the, one of the meetings that he needed to do. And at the courthouse, he ran into an old friend, John Gotti.
1: The Dapper Don.
0: The Dapper Don, who, according to an informant who went to the DA, John Gotti told Joey Sink, quote, we'll take care of your DA. That's that same day. Prosecutors learned that Sink was also dealing drugs out of his apartment, along with fencing art. And the New York magazine also then goes on to say, quote, visitors to Sink's apartment say that at times it has resembled a high priced clothing warehouse. Quote, one week it's Armani
1: suits, the next silk shirts. Dan, can I just confirm that we're talking about a plaque next to an omelet bar?
0: We are talking about the plaque next to the omelet bar, Maureen.
1: Go on. So
0: for reasons that are unexplained, but somehow simply assumed uh, in the article, despite all of these things, Joe Sink pleads guilty to felony and does not serve any time in prison. Okay. The next time Joey Sink ends up in the news is in 2006. Uh, he is pulled over and convicted for driving under the influence. His physician, he, he, appeals the, he appeals that conviction. And he gets a physician, Maureen, to testify that he wasn't drunk, but instead he had chronic lead poisoning from being shot three times and left for dead in 1980.
1: Dan I I d I don't know what to I don't know what to I I don't know what to do, Dan. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I don't know what to I don't Dan, I don't know what to do.
0: It's okay. It's okay. We'll bring it we're gonna bring it home now, Maureen. We're gonna bring this back to Donald Trump himself. So Joe Sink and Donald Trump go back a ways. Um
1: Are you trying to win a Pulitzer right now?
0: Yes, I am. Okay. Joe Sink served as a judge for the 2008 Miss Universe pageant, which is the beauty pageant that Donald Trump owns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another judge that year, Dojo. Yummy. uh, He is introduced as, quote, the five-star man, Joe Sink, which is funny because he gives a six-star diamond award. And you would think that they would know that because... I watched the video of the 2008 Miss Universe pageant judge introductions, which had been uploaded by a user named, quote, Star Diamond.
1: I need to go now, Dan. I need to be somewhere.
0: Just as an aside, the the hosts for the 2008 Miss Universe pageant were Jerry Springer and Scary
1: Spice. Dan, I have a hang gliding lesson I just remembered. I need to go to it now.
0: The winner was Miss Venezuela. I the gotta, country,
1: I gotta the go, The same Dan. country that
0: Donald Trump was just down in Miami giving a speech about.
1: I need to leave now, Dan. They're, they're expecting me. I need to learn how to hang glide.
0: We're almost through. We're almost through, Maureen. Dan,
1: this is about a picture on an omelet bar.
0: So you would think that these various associations with Joe Sink would have come up during uh, Trump's run for presidency. And in fact, he was asked by the Associated Press in May of uh, 16 uh, about his connections with Joe Sink. And he said that he didn't know Sink well, and he wasn't aware of his reported criminal convic- convictions. Now, I don't know him as Donald Trump's give you know like go-to on anything, but it's a weird thing to say when your family, employees, and you yourself have been on the board of his organization. Yeah. But then he goes on to say, quote, if a guy's gonna give you an award, you take it. You don't tend to look up his whole life story. Nope. No, you you don't. So one last thing, Maureen. No.
1: No, Dan.
0: You you would think at that point, Trump would cut ties with Joe Sink.
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: So let's end our little story okay on a stage at mar-a-lago on new year's eve ringing in the new year of 2017 so we're talking about 20 days before trump is inaugurated president of the united states trump is up on stage there are two people standing next to him one is a guy in a tuxedo. And, and if you scroll, Maureen, to page nine of our notes.
1: S- what's happening?
0: I have a frame grab. What am I looking because at? Standing next to Donald Trump. Can you describe it?
1: All right. Um, there's Donald Trump. And there's. There's a guy who's holding a. A giant eagle statue.
0: Yes, a giant eagle statue. It's
1: (laughs) It's really big. big. It's It's like bigger than the guy.
0: Yeah. So that guy's standing there holding the eagle. What is that thing? Well, I'm glad you asked, Maureen. Oh, God. That is, quote, the one-of-a-kind bronze eagle award. Believe it. it. Checks out. Being presented to Donald Trump on New Year's Eve, 20 days before he becomes president of the United States by none other than Joe Sink, who's standing up on stage, arms raised above him like a prize fighter. Oh, my God. Right next to him.
1: And he sort of looks like... Like a kind of shrinky-dink version of Carter Page. <laughs> Dan. Maureen. Dan.
0: The man just went to get an omelet. And he told us his whole life.
1: Dan. This is why I use Blue Apron. You know? <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You did a lot of work, didn't you, Dan? I did, and you you just turned it into. You did (sighs) so much work, Dan. That was a masterpiece.
0: I have never felt so down a rabbit hole in my life, Maureen.
1: Can you even. I want you to be honest. Are you wrapped are so wrapped in yarn that you sort of look like you're in a spider web? Like you've I can't
0: move my legs at all. They're fully encased in yarn.
1: This is a, a what a 12 page document. Yeah, this is like this is the this is it's like Dan has rolled up with bankers boxes full of legal documents and dropped them down and said, guess what, motherfuckers? We're talking about this omelet photo. And you just don't, you just didn't know the world that was in it. This is like, this is a Zapruder film of like omelet photos. It is. My God, Dan, we've cracked it. We've done it.
0: And says Whovians in the show notes, I have full documentation.
1: He really does. This is, this is honestly like he's going in to defend his, his thesis. Like Dan just got a doctorate in this omelet photo.
0: You haven't even seen the document with links yet, Maureen. Oh, my
1: God.
0: I'm going to send that to you for when we put the show notes together. Oh, my God. It's all there. It's all documented. It wasn't easy. I was looking through a Google Book scan of New York Magazine from 1995.
1: Well, this kind of quality journalism isn't made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at Patreon slash says who. Honest to God, Dan, how do I nominate you for some sort of journalism award?
0: I don't think one exists, Maureen. There's no journalism award for awesomeness. Well,
1: guess what, Dan? For $1,000 and $500 yearly, (laughs) I'm going to give you the six-star journalism and, in podcasting about omelets award i've got it here it also i have a giant ass statue of a well it's a it's kind of it sort of looks like a raccoon so we're gonna go with the golden raccoon um i love it and uh that's all yours let's pass that over to you Uh, and it's a frameable um Here's some uh, rewards points coupons I got at uh, CVS and um... Walgreens.
0: I only shop at Walgreens. All ah, right,
1: okay. Um... Dad, are you a well man? I
0: promised you a journey, Maureen. You
1: didn't lie. I promised
0: that I'd take you on a journey.
1: Dad, you never disappoint me. You never disappoint.
0: I don't ever want to let anyone down.
1: You know who doesn't let people down? is Ted Leo, who performs our theme music.
0: It's true. That is one stand-up guy.
1: And if there was a vegan omelet bar out there, Ted Leo would be standing at it saying, I'd like a vegan omelet. He would. I'm not, I'm not, I seems like I'm accusing Ted Leo of being unimaginative and, and very basic, but he's probably hungry in the morning. He's like, I'd like a vegan omelet, please.
0: Yeah. It's just like some mushrooms and, and a tomato.
1: And like one of they the, heat up. the better vegan nut cheeses.
0: There you go. Sounds kind of delicious.
1: Blue apron. Our logo is designed or was designed by Darth, who is out of hibernation. We love you, Darth. Yay. We love you, Darth. That
0: was a highlight of the week.
1: Uh him coming back was
0: Darth re-emerging from a long winter. We love you, we Darth. We love you, Darth.
1: And uh Well Dan. What else can I say?
0: You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard.
1: You want to see us live? We'll be I P- do. We'll be at PODX in Nashville. We'll meet you at the Omelette Bar May 31st to June 2nd. Get your tickets at PODX slash says who.
0: It's true. And spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews. Six stars. Yeah, six-star diamonds on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen because uh, that's, yeah, you know, that's apparently how podcasts get big.
1: That's right. Like, just uh, do it because Joey No Socks wants you to. Join us on February 27th for our next episode.
0: It's true. Hope Donald Trump doesn't put another candid photo out in the world.
1: Oh, gosh. To end, well, we'll be right. I mean, this is astonishing good work. Congratulations, Dan.
0: I appreciate it. From my basement in Chicago, covered in yarn, I am Dan Sinker.
1: From my closet in New York, covered in awards, I'm Maureen Johnson.
0: And this has been Says Who...
1: it's I got an award. It's in the shape of a vulva. It's called the Amy Carton Shoe Award. And I give it to myself. Because you're awesome! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's so funny. She's the best.